Welcome to Wifey Molotum, the podcast hosted by me, Roger Lopez-Bennett, a born dreamer. In this podcast, we feature young entrepreneurs who have founded their first startup before 30. Why? Well, because under 30, founders are rare and sometimes not taken seriously. But their stories are even more interesting than the rest. And before starting this episode, let me remind you that extra information about the speakers can be found on wifemilcom slash podcast. Enjoy! Hey, welcome back to part two of the interview with Abhishek. In this part two, we talked about the fact of him looking for investment in his you know, early stage of, of the startup of Kiapsa.com, as well as leveraging influencer marketing and and using you know marketing in general so yeah stick around and you'll have a good time enjoy uh yeah and so before you mentioned you're you're looking for investment now um have you gotten any investment so far no um not not okay how we're doing it is we we tied up with a firm that's called yan capital and they basically um like take startups and then they find investors so i have to give them so basically, once they find the investor, they do out. They they go out do the hunting for investors, put our name in like various like events like VC uh, things okay. where VC we present to them, and so on. and um, yeah. So once they do, once they find us an investor and we agree terms, they keep four percent of equity. Yeah. Okay. So we're starting now. We looked okay. for a bit last year, like. Um, in 2020 for the first couple of months and then COVID hit. And then a lot of the VCs were trying to get out of their investments um, like yeah. first when COVID hit. So, I mean, we stopped our search then and now we're going to restart it because I think the economy is doing well here at least. Yeah, it is it doing well in India? Is yeah. it going? Okay. Yeah, now it's becoming better versus like... Yeah. That's good. That's good. And so I know people don't like using this word, but um, have you had any failures or, you know, down moments throughout your, your process? Um, yeah, a few. So like, as I mentioned last year, when we were looking for investors, at first, a lot of them said, no, um, your company won't work. The mentality isn't there in India. A lot of those things like a lot of investors said that like not a lot but like three four five and that was like a really like down moment because i mean if people are telling you your company is going to fail and that they don't want to invest in it then that's quite a yeah and then also it was like really hard to get from like so over the last few years it's been like um since like so we officially launched our site like with everything done like with the back end done in like um, into 2018. Okay. So in around oh. March 2018. So um, yeah, so it was really hard. So we hired a marketing team that like really couldn't get results at all. And it felt like the company was not the right thing or we were doing like a lot wrong. Mm-hmm. So that one was really hard because we were averaging at first like three to seven sales a week. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so it was like really hard to get from like there and to like acquire like followers on Instagram and so on. It was like really difficult to do. 
mm-hmm. all of that. So yeah, those were like two, like of of yeah. major. Okay. So, but now it's up to five hundred. You said right? Yeah, yeah. five hundred. Okay. Yeah. 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 Quite a quite an improvement. Yeah. So, you know, you said you co-founded it with your dad, right? And so, you know, I know I know a lot of. Uh, this is not a family business, right? But I know there's a lot of family businesses uh, that have problems working with family. Have you experienced any of those? Um, not really, to be honest. Like yeah. we're gen, we're like, I mean, the one, the only like problem, but it isn't a big one, is we um we faced was like how to take pictures for the clothes and put it on the side. That was the only only problem, but that's not really a big one. Like yeah. that's and mannequins and so on. Okay. And I was like, no, oh, we should just take it like against the white wall. And then that looks better. And then you know he was like, no mannequins. Okay. So on. that was the only like problem. But like besides that, it's been like really nice working okay. with my dad. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, well, yeah. So you take the pictures yourself, or or you? Somebody comes like once a week to take oh. pictures of the new products that have come in. Oh wow! And edit, they put on the side. Okay. And then yeah, put it to the side. Okay. So you haven't had any any major problems with him, but has he been your you know kind of of your mentor? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my mentor like throughout my life. Like oh, not just like, this, but life. Not just this, but like yeah, throughout my life, like I've always listened to him. I've always gone to him for like big decisions, like like for all of them, like. Um, whether like the one to come to halt was a big decision that he said that you should do that but it yeah like so on like there are a lot of like big decisions that um, I always take his advice and always listen to him okay. and always like what he has to say yeah basically. okay so you know how do you retain your customers uh, is there any yeah yeah how's the customer journey you know um so like like retaining our customers so right now we have um 40 percent like of our customers are repeat and those 40 percent like accumulate like for like about 80 percent of our sales because they buy every month like buy a few products um so how we there is because um like the like when you buy a product you don't expect it to be that great. So the first way we try and like retain customers is by having like have like for them to have like a really good experience buying from us. So mm-hmm. when they so when we ship the product, we like first we put it in a box, like in a box and it's folded neatly, it's ironed, we put a tag, it's put in butter paper so that wow. it doesn't freeze and all that and they get like it's like a pizza shaped box with our logo on the top and it comes to that way so that it doesn't get like damaged during shipping or you know like crumpled or whatever so when they open it it feels like and it's washed also it's washed and it's like smelling nice and all that so when you open it you get like it doesn't look like a pre-owned product it looks like 
we can a brand new that like so we always do that for every order wow. every ship so that is like the best way for we felt to um like retain customers mm-hmm. for them to like have a really good experience with us and wow. like a lot of them say they have yeah. and yeah did you have like loyal any loyalty programs that, or are you planning on on having um, any we have a refer a friend program so where if like i refer you to my site like you use my referral code okay you have a certain amount of points so you get um a certain amount of points and each point is worth one rupee so you can like and i get a certain amount of points as well if i refer you we also have like when you buy products you get points and then you can use those points at any time okay one point is worth a rupee so i know when you join the site if i refer you you get 100 points wow okay and then you can yeah you can use those points for once you sell clothes and make purchases you get more points as well yeah makes sense makes sense what you know what percentage of your budget goes towards marketing i'm i'm curious around one third one third wow that, that's quite a lot i mean yeah it makes sense though yeah mm-hmm. yeah because i mean we do a lot of um social media marketing on facebook and instagram okay we tried doing influencer marketing but then the sales like shoot up for a day and then it comes right back down so mm. it was like um yeah so we did it with um so we did it with a bunch of people so we did with one with this um place where they go to every single college and they like talk to like the most popular kids and they make them like talk about kiafsa and promote it which was good but it wasn't great and then we also did it with an indian actress okay. um called Kar- karishma sharma she has a couple million followers on instagram again with her she did a video of her unboxing it and talking about kiafsa the sales shot up and then came back down like the next day or then in the next couple of days so those didn't work and so we think the best thing for us is just instagram ads like normal instagram ads Okay. and facebook yeah we want to diverge into youtube but it's very expensive youtube yeah and so yeah so that's that's uh you know that's weird though so the roi from you know influencers is really low yeah because it's really difficult to tell which influencers have like real followers and which ones have oh yeah followers because i mean you now nowadays you can buy like you can buy comments you can buy anything <laughs> yeah so i was saying it's hard to like tell from influencers which ones have like fake followers and which ones have genuine followers mm-hmm. it's because nowadays you can like literally buy comments likes everything and for like someone with a few hundred thousand followers mm-hmm. it's really difficult to go through all their followers and see and like come up with a percentage of like yeah. how many are genuine and how many are not yeah so I- exactly You always get screwed eventually like buying it from buying a pro- like a deal with someone like a video or a story and then they don't they don't get like the the like response that you hope for like they don't get as many like 
you know okay yeah yeah makes sense makes sense uh it's hard to to yeah to know how many how many sales that drives yeah. to, to your your website they have a link but it's hard to but then it's like really hard like because they don't convert as well as like we hoped mm-hmm. yeah. i mean yeah it also depends on the influencer i guess too right uh, yeah. i feel if, like fashion ones would but fashion ones charge a lot more than like regular influencers okay yeah that's yeah i mean now looking back it would have been better to use fashion influencers but i mean like at the time we didn't think there would have been a difference okay okay so yeah you know going back to to you know starting this uh, at a young age um was it easy or you know there were any challenges associated with your age or your yeah i mean it? It easy. never starting a business is never like easy. yeah um i mean my age i don't think it has been a disadvantage like okay maybe if i like didn't like if i didn't if my dad wasn't backing me and i had to go out and get like you know investors on my own mm-hmm. maybe that like, age would have been an issue like because i mean maybe they they would want someone with more experience or at least like a college degree not like a kid in school or who's just finished high school and all that but so far i think age hasn't been an issue i think it's becoming an advantage Hmm. because i mean i see now like people see like or at least for investors they see two generations and they know like my dad is the responsible one who will make sure everything's done properly since he's worked for 25 years. And for me, it's like, I'm the creative one because I know how to relate with people my age. So mm-hmm. I can come up with better ways, strategies to tell and so on. Okay. So I think age is like, for me at least, it's like an advantage at this point. You know, are you planning on opening, you know, other businesses uh, in the near future or you want to focus on, on Kiapsa? No, I'm only planning to focus on this. I tried to, I tried to do other things. Like I wanted to do affiliate marketing, you know, when I was in the US. But I mean, I tried. I I did it. I created a site like with my friend. Um, but I mean, I'd rather focus now more time on this because I mm-hmm. see a lot more, and I feel like once we get investors, I will have to put more and more time. Yeah. yeah definitely and yeah uh, so finally what's your your goal in life and what you, do you want to be remembered for uh, this is a tough one uh-huh, um, yeah yeah i mean i think like i don't know this may sound like cheesy but like my goal in life would be just to like honestly live a happy life and like give the people around me a happy life like wow. that would be goal in life and then yeah like business wise i'd really like to grow this to like the scale of american companies and like mm-hmm. i'd honestly then like to just um start a car dealership because i'm really into cars oh wow and then okay. yeah, that would be like my second business and start a car dealership and like a finance company just that to <laughs> yeah to have it all 
Well, Avishek, thanks for coming. I, you know, I'm pretty sure our listeners enjoyed it a lot, and I did too. So, yeah, thanks for coming. Thank you, thank you so much for having me as well. Well, the episode's over, so now you'll get to listen to a snippet of the next episode coming on Tuesday next week. When I finished up my undergraduate degree, I, I majored in finance, and uh, at one point I was actually offered a job to be a trader on the floor of the Chicago Board of Options. Wow. But um, at that point, I think I had owned like five houses, and I hadn't owned them for very long. I had only bought them like in the last two years. That was a limiting factor because while I was making a, a good amount of money off of these investment properties that I had bought, they hadn't appreciated it enough in value yet to sell them. So I ended up turning down moving to Chicago to take that job on the Chicago Board of Options because I would have had to sell all my investment properties and it would have been at a loss. And I was making enough money off of these properties that I could accept a job in the Lansing area um, and make probably more money than I was going to make as a, as a trader. Uh, so I stayed in the Lansing area. So that's where some of these entrepreneurial ventures started to have a real influence on the paths that I take. So me getting into teaching and eventually moving to California, that probably would not have happened for some events that happened uh, in the 2000s. Don't forget to subscribe on on YouTube, you know, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to these on. And remember, there's extra information on wifemon.com slash podcast. Hey, that was all. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.